Savannah is on the coast and sits atop one of the largest aquifers in the world, not to mention on the banks of a large river. Yet we have reasons to be concerned about our drinking water sources. Savannah Morning News reporter Zoe Nicholson joins today's Commute podcast to explain. Today is Thursday, August the 11th, 2022. Good day, Savannah, from all of us here at SavannahNow.com. This is the Commute Podcast, presented by National Office Systems. And I am your host, Adam Van Bremer, opinion columnist and a deputy editor at the Savannah Morning News. On this edition of The Commute, we discuss the ongoing squabble between the Effingham County Commissioners and the city of Savannah, a feud that involves something vital to residents of both counties, drinking water. That's coming up right after I tell you about our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. National Office Systems has been The Commute's benefactor since the podcast start, and they've been in business since the 1980s. In the early days, National Office Systems was the last office outfitter in the country to carry office furniture from both of the industry's leaders, Herman Miller and Noel. Now, a couple of decades later, those furniture companies are collaborating in a new product line, and National Office Systems is one of the first to offer Miller Knoll furniture. In addition to Miller Knoll, National Office Systems remains the leader in the office design and outfitting sector, offering dirt modular interiors, manufactured right here in Savannah, OFS furniture, and 200 other product lines. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. That's one more time. That's www.natoffsys.com. Now on to the water discussion. Pleased to be joined once again by Zoe Nicholson, who is a growth and development reporter here at the Savannah Morning News. And among the many stories she's had recently is one that it's gotten some attention. If you look at the web analytics, people see it, see that it is happening, but is needs to have more attention. And that's the fact that there's an industrial project, proposed industrial project in Effingham County that may impact all of our drinking water. So before we really get into the, the nitty gritty of this, uh, Zoe, help me set this up. So this is Abercorn Creek, which is a tributary of the Savannah River. And it is also the site of where the city has a facility, city of Savannah, has a facility that pulls uh, water for drinking water. Can Everybody hears Abercorn here and they think of Abercorn Street. Can you kind of set the stage for us of, of where is Abercorn Creek? And, and Because I've never even heard of it and I've been to Effingham many times. Yeah, so it's kind of tucked away um, in the southeast corner of the county really close to the savannah wildlife refuge actually that's across the savannah river in south carolina um and so it's off old augusta road which is in um the southern part of the county really close to the chatham county line and um it's it's been there for a really long time and is tucked away with all this uh surrounded by undeveloped land and a piece about undeveloped land, 130 acres, just got uh, unanimous approval from the Effingham County Board of Commissioners to be rezoned from agriculture to heavy industrial, which is where about a million square feet of warehouse space will go. And uh, that property is directly adjacent to the city of Savannah's property where the intake plant is. Um, and it's geographically downstream from the intake plant, but Abercorn Creek is a tidal creek, meaning okay. it's not... You know, it's not following gravity. It goes both ways. So um, it's there's a there's a really a lot of fears because of the proximity that 
any contamination, any leakage will be will have an immediate impact on the drinking water source for three counties, uh, nearly half a million homes. Yeah, and, and one of those counties is Effingham, <laughs> is Effingham itself, right? So it's almost yes. like they're willing to roll the dice with their own water. I did read 40 million gallons of water are pulled out of the creek per day. The, the, mm-hmm. the folks at Effingham don't seem too concerned about their own water. Is this where they get most of their water or they get it from other sources or how's it, how's it work in Effingham? So um, Abercorn Creek services uh, southern Effingham County. So it's not the entire county, but you know, Rincon is in the southern southern part of the county, and I would venture to say that's the most densely populated city in Ebbingham. Um, and, you know, the impression I got from the meeting was that commissioners, um, you know, trust the current federal and state protections in place enough to, you know, go ahead and build here. And also, you know, because this is an industrial site and the city of Savannah's water intake plant that is technically an industrial usage so there's not going to even be a buffer between the two properties so there will be about 25 feet between a warehouse and the city of savannah's property where this is um and you know the commissioners negotiated with the property developer to add a berm and a ditch to make sure that water clears away from that uh, property line but you know in the event of a flood or a major storm ditches and berms can't really do much Right. And I think that's really kind of what I took from it was the real, the real, um, mm-hmm. fear here is a, is a hurricane with some storm mm-hmm. surge that, that comes up the river. How far, uh, how far away from the Savannah river is all this set? I mean, is it, is it just stone throw oh, or is it down the creek? You know, I think it's, since it's a tributary, it does run parallel to the river at certain okay. points. Um, but it's not too terribly far, you know, it's only a few miles. from the savannah river um and you know the thing is that they're also going to be developing wetlands on this property which is also taking away protections for the creek because wetlands are um, you know one of the uh, people who was opposing this project called it the livers and kidneys of water systems they really filter through a lot of water water that comes in is cleaner when it comes out of wetlands and marshlands so um that's an issue and then another you know with with climate change, what it's happening is making the atmosphere more volatile, which means we're seeing more, you know, stronger events, natural disasters. So, you know, these protections and these mitigations efforts that are going to be on this industrial park are for 100-year storms. But I think they said we've had like several 100-year storms and floods in the past decade. Um, you know, with climate change and increasing volatility, you know, you can't you can't rely on the fact that a hundred year storm is only going to come once in a century. Pardon the interruption. We'll get back to the water talk with Zoe Nicholson in a moment. In the meantime, though, let's talk newsletters. For several weeks now, I've been promoting the Savannah Town Square newsletter written and curated by yours truly. Thank you very much to those of you who have signed up. It's worth mentioning that there are several other newsletters, free newsletters, available from savannahnow.com. Two are of particular interest this time of year, Prep Central and Georgia Southern Extra. Prep Central focuses on Savannah area high school sports, and with football season kicking off next week, now's the time to subscribe to that newsletter. As for Georgia Southern Extra, well, you can guess the topic there, Eagle Football. 
with a new high-profile coach in Helton and renewed expectations for the program, you'll want to keep up with the latest on the True Blue crowd. Go to savannahnow.com slash newsletters. Again, that's savannahnow.com slash newsletters to sign up and receive the newsletters in your email inbox. And again, you don't have to subscribe to the Savannah Morning News or savannahnow.com to get the newsletters, so there are no excuses. Now, back to the high-quality H2O discussion with Zoe Nicholson. Before we talk about the bigger picture of this, does uh, you said this has been improved. The uh, city of Savannah, the, what kind of options do they have now to, uh, I mean, are we going to see this in, in court? What uh, What's next in terms of this project in, in Abercorn Creek? Well, um, there were... A few city of Savannah employees there speaking out against the project and their main message was, you know, really desperately pleading with Effingham officials to work with them and sit down and have longer, more thought out discussions about development patterns, especially around protecting water sources. Um, And in terms of, you know, options, the developer still has to apply for several permits. and I believe uh, at least one of them has to be with either the core or the EPA will go fact check me on that. But um, there still needs to be some jurisdictional wetlands permits to um, go through. And then also they have to do a second reading for a variance that they got on eliminating some buffers on the property. So um, it, it still has one more vote, but the rezoning is already gone. So, um, you know, in terms of drinking water sources, the, Savannah doesn't have another option. Um, the aquifer, the Florida aquifer in our area is what's called the red zone. And that's because saltwater intrusion, which has been happening for decades, if not a century, has basically, and that's because of we're, we used it too much. We pulled too much water from that. So it's not healthy water. It's too salty. Um, and so Savannah has to get surface water, which is Abercorn Creek. Yeah, and it's uh, as you just alluded to, it's a, it's a bigger it's a bigger picture issue for Savannah. Yeah. Is obviously with mm-hmm. the aquifer, we do have saltwater intrusion. Uh, some people will will argue, and I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to offer an opinion that as we've deepened as we deepen the river and harbor, that is that has affected that as well. Uh, most people know the international paper pulls a tremendous amount of water out of the Savannah River in order to do their operations, which is something that goes mm-hmm. back, I think. Uh, probably close to a century, that arrangement with the city of Savannah. So it really has put a strain on, on water resources for Savannah. And the options, as you kind of mentioned, are, are, are limited, at least right here in the county, something that they can really mm-hmm. control. And I'm going to give people a little bit of a preview. We're working on something around uh, Bryan County and the Hyundai plant is there's a, a big push to increase the water capacity for the area to help service not only that that factory, but all the growth that we're seeing yeah. in West Chatham and Bryan and Effingham. And that involves digging a bunch of wells, including a bunch of wells mm-hmm. in Bullock County, which is even right. farther away from Savannah. So right. it, it's one of these things you have to scratch your head and wonder, uh, are we are we kind of, are, are we moving too fast or without the proper um, consideration for something as simple but vital as water. Yes. Yeah, I really think it's kind of this, uh, I won't say dangerous, but risky puzzle that, you know, the development authorities and 
municipalities are doing right now. You know, the new the new pumps that will be in Bullock to service uh, Southeast Bullock, Northern Bryan, West Chatham, and South Effingham. Those are, that's like a short-term solution, right? So that's something that, um, according to Trip Tollison, who heads up the Savannah Economic Development Authority, you know, that's going to get the region secure for the next 10 to 20 years, which really just gives them time to figure out a more sustainable long-term solution. Um, and, you know, the area Savannah and, you know, even international paper the past several years have been doing a way better job about straining water sources. You know, the EPA and the, the state version of the EPA, the EPD, have um, been doing a lot to reduce water withdrawal from that area and get the aquifer healthy again. But, you know, that's going to take a really, really long time because, as you said, you know, this region, we've been overusing that aquifer for a century. Yeah, as they say, water, water everywhere, but not enough to <laughs> drink. So that is what we were facing. Yes. Zoe, thank you so much for filling us in on this. I have a feeling this is not the last time we're going to be talking right. about water resources in and around our area, but we appreciate your reporting and uh, keep it up. Thanks for having me. That's all for this edition of the Commute Podcast. Thanks one last time to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. Before I sign off, remember that we publish new Commute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever your interests, you will find interviews of interest in our archives. Earlier this week, for example, we discussed St. Joseph Candler's latest expansion plans down in Bryan County with the healthcare system CEO, Paul Hinchy. To hear that interview and more, search The Commute with that Savannah opinion on your favorite podcast app. The Commute returns next week. We will talk to you then. Mm -hmm.